0: The RPG After Years is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Find out more at probablywork.com.
1: Welcome to the RPG After Years, your weekly show covering all things RPGs from the past, present, and the future. I'm Jay. And I'm Scott. Welcome to episode 45. This week is going to be a bit different and a bit shorter than usual. Uh, All of our schedules were crazy uh, between work, family, holidays, Um because of that, we are recording a semi-last minute episode to cover RPG Club, small amount of news, and a quick catch-up. And we are Richless. No rich. Wah. <laughs> yeah, to he he's uh, working very hard at the local GameStop. As usual. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we are going to just move on to catch up. So, Scott, what's been going on?
0: Man, I have gotten a lot of gaming done in this past week. I don't know how I pulled it off considering everything else that's been going on. Um, I think it had to do with the fact that for Corey's birthday, we went up to... um, so, I've mentioned her several times on the shore before, but one of our closest friends uh, is this girl named Lauren. She's even been on a, a patron bonus episode. But her family owns this um, cabin that is up in Saltville, Virginia, which is like a, a middle of nowhere type town. And uh, it also, her, the cabin is so far out in like the middle of the fucking woods that like there's no. There's no Wi-Fi. They, they can't even get Wi-Fi if they really, really wanted it. <laughs> and there's no cell signal. If you go like 10 minutes, five minutes, five ten 10 minutes away from the cabin, you get cell signal back, but you can't get it there. So it's like a total disconnect. Um. So we had like the whole weekend, like where that was like our only form of entertainment. Um. So I'll just, I'll run down the list quickly here. Corey has been continuing to play Cyberpunk 2077 which we'll talk about a little bit more in depth in a few minutes. But um, the actual game, again, we are playing on the the PS4 game on the PS5. There are a lot of bugs, but overall, it's an enjoyable experience. Not my type of game at all. In fact, when Corey's is doing side quests, which is most of the time, I'm like bored to tears. <laughs> but when he is doing the story, it's, it's actually... Fairly entertaining unless he's like in one of like the super like, you know, first person shooter sections where you're just going through whatever area shooting people. Yeah, the Um, narrative of the of the game is good. Yeah, I really like the story. Um, I think we are we just completed like that first round of missions where um, what's his name? Um, Dex. He gives you like a some objectives to do, and there, it results in like a chain of two or three missions. Missions. Um, do you have the spider yet? I think we just got it. Okay, but we haven't met um, Keanu Reeves yet. So, and I, and I know you mentioned last time that you had met him for a while a while ago. So we're still a ways back from you. Um, but that little part with the um, where you what's her name Evelyn I think Mm -hmm. you like have to reconstruct not the crime scene but like figure out info by controlling time almost brain dance yeah I thought that was really cool it is a really cool mechanic it's like uh it's
1: basically um playing like studio version
0: of somebody's memory yeah (laughs) so I I hope that continues to be like a, a mechanic uh throughout the game Maybe you can confirm. I'll tell you
1: right now. I have not done it since.
0: Okay, man, it seems like a lot of work probably went into that. So you would think they would take advantage of it. Yes. I will. The characters. Granted, granted, disclaimer, I have not done. So there are a lot of side quests that I have not done. So who knows? Maybe it's more important. Okay. Um, But like I said, we'll talk about cyberpunks, uh, various tragedies that have been going on even since just last week last time we recorded shortly um at the cabin we played life is strange 2 we got all the way through episode 4 out of 5 and then discovered that episode 5 was not on disc which i knew but when i downloaded it that was months ago on the ps4 so (laughs) I, i didn't think about oh i need to do that on the ps5 as well Um so I took the PS5 to the cabin and we weren't able to finish or keep playing episode five. But I really like it. I it continues to deliver, I think, and I think it's still probably on track to being better than the first one, which I also loved. Of course we're still playing near Automata. Um I just hit the checkpoint yesterday, which technically was after the deadline, but it's also before we recorded, so what do you think, Jay? Do I get a strike or no? I'll I'll let you slide. Thanks, man. I'll remember this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we, I mean, we don't have a main discussion this time, so... Uh, so I,
1: I think for this, though, you should retroactively remove my strike because I hit the, the checkpoint the day after you guys recorded. So...
0: And your checkpoint was even like more under more like weird extenuating circumstances. So the child
1: deleted the save file. Yes.
0: Right. <laughs> um, okay. So neither one of us gets a strike. And <laughs> uh, I think Rich is uh, not even Rich has had a strike this time. I don't know if he made the checkpoint this time or no, but I imagine not. I don't know. Yeah. He's been busy. Yeah. Um, with my personal free time where Corey is busy, I've been playing Super Mario Galaxy 2 still, still on that green star hunt, just randomly bouncing between galaxies, getting green stars, trying Sounds to unlock awful. that final galaxy. Um, it's not great, but it's also not the worst. I have fun when I'm playing it. I can't remember if I told you or not, but basically once you beat the game and get like all 120 stars, it unlocks... 120 more green stars <laughs> which are basically just like a uh, a hidden collectible yeah. there's like two or three per galaxy so it's not super fun but it's also not the worst thing i've ever done I feel like I could do it if i got really high beforehand <laughs> there you go when you do get like all 240 stars it unlocks the final galaxy which is just like a, a super hard level basically that's what i'm striving towards to make Corey see this final galaxy before we do the review. So, um, been playing super smash brothers ultimate just a little bit. And only because Sephiroth came out in smash. And anytime there's a new character, they add like a myriad of content that comes with that, like finishing their classic mode and, uh, just getting used to the character overall. I think Sephiroth is like fun. Um he's a good character. He's not that hard to figure out. The only thing is you have to um his play style is like you have to be very intentional with what you're doing. Like you can't just like mash buttons or whatever. So in that sense, I would not say he is uh beginner friendly. But he's also not like a tricky character where you use like, How the fuck does this character so he, work? So
1: he's no Kirby and also no uh what's the the guy from Zeno, the first
0: Xenoblade? shulk he sucks i hate using (laughs) shulk i hate it i'm not very good with him in this one but in the last smash he was one of my mains i don't know if it's because i used to be better at smash or what but um but yeah so sephiroth's cool i like that he's in smash uh also been playing the world ends with you Corey and i just are about to finish week two we were literally playing this right before record time um not Why'd sure? you pick that back up? Um, so he so they, they announced this, a sequel, finally, like 13 years later, a couple months back. And so I wanted to like get through the first. I'm a big The World Ends With You fan. So I wanted him to see the first one so that in the potential that he could also enjoy the second one whenever that comes out. Um I'm not sure he's loving it, but he's putting up with it. So <laughs> I was kinda I, I was hoping this would get picked for RPG Club. I think he nominated it the, his first time through. And if that's not the case, then he strongly considered it. Um but I don't like I said, I don't think he's loving it, but he's putting up with it. Um the Switch docked controls still suck. Um, but I, I've like gotten used to them. It's kinda hard. Like, I don't know. But I much enjoyed the DS version. But the story is still great. Same story. Story is amazing. Um, still been playing Xenoblade Chronicles. We actually beat it. Um, I'm not going to play the beat game jingle. Just because on my Alyssi list, I also included side quests. And so, like, technically, I'm at, like, 97%. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the ending was very good. Like It ended in a very satisfactory way. And I will say that it might be one of my favorite, like, um, casts of a JRPG since, like, FF10, FF13. Like, I, I love all the characters. Um, but yeah, I, it's not my favorite game. I think maybe it's a little overhyped. But overall, I would say Xenoblade Chronicles is a really good game.
1: When are you going to start the second one?
0: So, um, now we have started Xenoblade Chronicles Feature Connected, which is like the extra little story campaign that came with the Switch version. Um, And I don't think it's supposed to be that long. I think even if you do completionism, it's going to be like, you know, maybe 10 to 13 hours. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been enjoying that as well. The, the new characters in that aren't annoying to me as much as I thought I they would based on what people were, have told me. Um, but I imagine w- once we finish that, how quickly we play Xenoblade Chronicles Two will be based purely on how fast Corey wants to play it. <laughs> I, I imagine that you guys
1: will end up wanting a break,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: especially once you especially once you fire up Xenoblade Chronicles Two and hear the uh, the voice cast.
0: Yeah, it's bad. I've heard mixed things. I thought the voice acting in the first one was really good, more or less. But I've heard mixed the, things about the second one. The main character and two Rex so bad,
1: I cannot stand it. Like it, it's one of the hardest things, and probably one of the biggest reasons I keep drifting away from the game. Because this last time I played it, I got pretty far. Like I'm probably about forty percent through the main story, and I
0: just. I just stop playing it and never go back to it. I've heard it gets better as you go in as far as the voice acting. Well, just everything gets better as you the further you get. But if you're if you are 40 percent through and you still hated the voice acting, then
1: I don't think there's much that you can do to fix like this
0: Australian English high pitched bastardized voice. Do you think it's really it's just the voice or do you do, are you one of those people that gets annoyed by the accents? like it's a really bad accent okay. but also his voice
1: uh, so it's a really bad accent mixed with like a like kind of a a whiny voice to me like Rex sounds like kind of a whiner whenever he yeah. talks even when he's not whining at least that's how I'm interpreting it so it's just kind of annoying because there are other uh characters that have accents in the game and they sound great okay it's just Rex it's just Rex's voice is the one that bothers me all There's the one
0: character in Xenoblade Chronicles 1 who is usually not my type of character archetype that I enjoy, but his accent is so sexy that I'm like, that's my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the chat, Larly, who is Lauren, says, Life is Strange 2 is so good. It seeped its way into my dreams that night. Uh, in Life is Strange 2, you have to, in that part where you played, you have to deal with a cult leader. And I think she remembered telling us about arguing with like a religious cult leader the next morning. So, oh, <laughs> rich is here in the there. chat as well hey man oh no leave <laughs> um we also started shadow of the tomb raider we've been slowly working our way through this new tomb raider trilogy Um uh, finally got to shadow of the tomb raider which is the one that lauren has not played and been waiting years for Corey and i to get through the first two it started strong um haven't been super impressed with those other games but we'll see where this one goes regardless we got to finish the trilogy and then we actually you know we're at a remote a creepy ass not a creepy ass cabin but we're at a remote cabin in these creepy ass woods with no access to outside society so we had to play Blair Witch which we've been which is a very short game that we've been slowly working on for like a year (laughs) Uh, and we actually we finished it (laughs)
1: Yeah, I wanted to say this is on Game Pass and I keep like passing by it thinking like, oh, this might be this might be kind of fun. But
0: I keep remembering I hate being scared. (laughs) Well, um, it was kind of like a middling game for most of it. Like not that I wasn't I was like super hating it. But so the the idea is you're like this dude who has PTSD and a child has gone missing and this like local community and so the dude goes to assist the the police department and he has like this really smart dog who is like trained to be like a ptsd helper and it can like track shit and it's like obeys every command very fervently and it just helps you like find clues and shit to find the the kid that's gone missing but of course it turns into like a blair witch situation as these things do Uh, I don't, I've never even seen I've never seen Blair Witch or anything, so wow. I don't I don't I don't know. But you don't like scary movies. I don't, I don't like being scared. Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, but this last part that we played was really enjoyable. Like, it got real. It actually got pretty scary. And the mechanics it asks you to use to like avoid the the demon tree people or whatever the fuck they were supposed to be was very interesting and innovative. Overall, it's it's still like a mediocre horror game, but like it does some things to make itself interesting towards the end. I'm waiting for there to be a horror game that everyone's just
1: like, this is game of the year. This is game of the year, because I feel like most horror games are just like, oh, it's all right. So I right. like truly horror games. I don't know if I consider Resident Evil horror games at this point.
0: Yeah, not the modern ones. I was just about to say the Resident Evil 2 remake, which does have its scary moments, but it's not really. um like you said, it's not really horror, super horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's basically it for the games I've been playing. I've been dealing with a lot of interview stuff. I won't talk about that too much because I feel like I've gone on for too long already. But um, I will mention because I don't think it's been announced on the podcast so far. Um, our friend Rachel, aka Mrs. Dizzy, who did friend all- of the show, Mrs. Yes. Dizzy. We had uh, her husband, Mr. Dizzy, or just Dizzy, I guess. Friend of the show, uh, Mr. Dizzy. <laughs> um, she, she actually, we launched a website for her in the past couple of weeks. Um, this was a, a labor of my love. Jay helped some, um, but I was able to launch her website this last week, and I'm happy with it, and everybody else seems to be too. So you can go check that out at Designs by Dizzy i think it's actually just design is it designed by dizzy or designs i better check try both <laughs> <laughs> try both but i'm um, super talented artist and, and also a wonderful person so go check that out if you want to see what i'm capable of and also see all her art sorry that took so long jay how about you
1: <laughs> well i did nothing next just kidding that's that would be pretty funny though uh so i, I did have uh, a semi eventful week at least i think it's been oh, i might as well give the last two weeks since uh uh i was not on the last episode so i have been playing um enough final fantasy 5 um well, no i think i just got that wrong i'm gonna retcon myself i did i was on the last episode I to was say not, you was were the episode on last before week. it was the episode before i missed yep. my days are my, my weeks are all merging as as 2020 ends in this final quarter um but i have continued on final fantasy 5 uh so i'm past uh the turtle sage and i'm heading towards the magical forest okay you're about to get so, to some uh some serious shit so- so I've beaten uh, uh, beaten Gilgamesh and that uh, what is it? Uh, Ultron, uh, the the weird thing that comes out of the tower, the the barrier tower at the very top. Oh, I can't remember the name. It's like the sludge-looking interdimensional monster.
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember its name either. Yeah,
1: um, I I've been getting by by the skin of my teeth through like every section here so i'm pretty sure i'm going to be hitting some roadblocks by how everybody's talked about the last kind of section of five so i'm not looking forward to that uh but i figured out how to do uh steam link so i can play uh you know stream my steam games to my phone um so that's
0: making everything a lot easier yeah you've been Uh, really going on about that It's so
1: cool. It's so cool. It works. It just makes it to
0: where whatever you're playing on Steam is streamed to whatever device you want. Yeah. You you basically um,
1: so whenever you do it, you um, like you open up the 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 Steam Link on my on your phone, and you can connect your um, PS4 controller to your phone, and then you open Steam Link. You pick the the computer that's like the host, quote unquote. Uh, Well, it is a host. I guess it's not. Not facetiously, quote unquote, it's the actual uh, streaming host. And you pick it; it connects. You can like go, like Steam opens up on the actual host computer, so my my gaming PC. And as I'm like going through the library on my phone, you can see it moving around on my uh, monitor. You pick a game; the game opens on the on my gaming computer, but it's streaming to my um, to my phone uh it's really really cool and it's all over your local network so you're not getting slammed with uh uh internet charges if you have data caps Hmm. and stuff it's really cool and and there is a there is a lag but it's very small so like most games it's perfectly fine i wouldn't like play cyberpunk on it all the time but i can play cyberpunk on it if i wanted to Hmm. um it's really really awesome uh, but because of that, I've been putting more time into Trails of Cold Steel. The first one, I've made it to chapter two. It took me 12 hours to get to chapter two, and I think there's seven chapters total. Uh, so that's gonna it's gonna continue to be a slow grind. I feel like I feel like I've maybe done 20 battles the entire chapter, huh. and the the rest is like conversations and and world
0: building. So it's is that it's good kind or bad? Would you rather be doing more battles or have more story?
1: I don't know. I, I I'm struggling a little bit um, because I'm there's some voice acting, but other than that, it's just a ton of reading and a ton of text, and my my brain it, usually by the end of the day, I'm just like I, I get can't that. read, and so usually I just end up skimming. Because most of the side quest is just full of text. So I just end up skimming and skipping and like, okay, I'm delivering books. I don't really need to read the conversations back and forth here. But then I kind of get worried like I'm going to miss some sort of world building. Um, so that's kind of kind of poopy. Um, but I am still enjoying it. It's kind an interesting battle system. Uh, i have been playing near automata i gracie got really really into the story as well and has been begging me to play it so i ended up hitting the checkpoint like
0: it's it's interesting that she's so into it considering how um weird it is (laughs) yes um she i it's very difficult
1: to explain some of the things to her that's that's been really interesting um but I, I made it to the checkpoint and everything. We'll talk about it later. But I I also started on this next section, and I'm so into it. Um, I'm intrigued. But whenever I... Well, we'll just talk about it more in, okay. my, in the RPG club. So outside of Nier Automata, I have been playing... I played a little bit of Cyberpunk. I, I decided to go ahead and just start a new game as a corpo, and we'll probably not... Wait, you started a new game? I did start a new game because I was already so a I was unhappy that I moved through the main story so fast without doing like side content leading up to it. Uh, but also I I cannot get over the fact that I picked a mullet. So (laughs) uh, I picked a mullet with like pretty bright red hair and I just can't, can't do it. That's so
0: stupid that you can't like, I mean, I guess it makes sense but like, come on, just let us recustomize it. Yeah.
1: People get haircuts. Yeah, <laughs> come on. People died Mistakes hair, can whatever. be fixed. Exactly. Um, so, what else have I played? A um, little bit of Animal Crossing. We bought New Horizon uh, oh, yeah. mainly, mainly as a uh, cr- early Christmas present that Cra- Gracie's been begging for, and she's been playing it. And what made her fun. want it so much? Um, a
0: YouTuber called Cookie Swirl C. All right so after seeing her play it or whatever do you feel like you get animal crossing maybe you don't think it's for you but do you you get the appeal so i get the appeal to people who
1: um are able to just chill for me like i have a very i have a really short attention span and i'm also like like um I don't know, kind of sporadic, like real jittery, like I'm always moving around or <laughs> fidgeting. So I Animal Crossing is probably not a game I can sit down and play unless I had influencers or like like alcohol and, and things to that make me stay still. Um, Understandable. But Megan's also played it a little bit. I, I'm a little thrown off by the fact that you can only have one island per switch
0: yeah that that's kind of bullshit I don't, I don't know why that is but that was like a thing that drew like some criticism yeah was like unveiled or whatever gracie started it first so it's called gracie's like the island is
1: called gracie's because you know gracie's island i mean that's and kind of a megan, cool island name eh? yeah megan went to go play it and there was like oh hey a new resident of gracie's island and megan's like this is bullshit <laughs> i don't <laughs> want to be on her island um uh, but it's kind of funny watching uh, Gracie watch Megan play because since Gracie started out as the like the first person to play it, she's immediately like the, the Animal Crossing expert. So she's like telling Megan how to play it and like, no, that's not how you fish. You're doing it wrong. It's <laughs> it's uh, pretty funny. <laughs> um, what that else? Is funny. Uh, I picked Tales of Vesperia back up really? and probably put in another three to four hours and hit hit some really really good points uh um, hey you've, you've been busy too this week I, yes yes i have been uh i am very excited about it about continuing it because the story is really really picked up uh so i originally hit a uh i don't know what the heck like why i stopped playing it so i'm pretty sure i stopped playing it because i got stuck in a forest i got stuck on a boss that was just uh, annihilating me i went and picked it up and was like okay i guess um I guess this boss is the one that I have to beat because it was absolutely annihilating me last time I went to go battle it and beat it within like three minutes. I'm like, what, why? <laughs> like, how did this happen? And then I remember that Gracie has been playing it and just like grinding. Oh, wow. <laughs> like just, just playing it. <laughs> That's and so funny. I was like, I was like, yes. Okay. Um, Oh, brilliant. Just, just have your child do all your grinding. This this is my plan. Yes, I'm going to bribe her. Um, but I'm wanting to say this might and hope be, she doesn't delete your save file uh, or overwrite yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause she she will um she'll play like near automata as well, just walking around like she she creates her own little storylines in her head and like like does her own thing using her imagination. That's cute. but she she accidentally did a like the mission where you deliver the um, deliver the oil to Pascal from the uh, um, from the um, Android Village area, and that's whenever the the like the huge machines like start attacking the three of them, like right before the city's destroyed. And she was like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, I can't do this. I am out. I will not do this." And uh, so now now she probably won't play again until we have chapter select.
0: It, it should be coming up soon. I think it unlocks shortly before the end, and we're almost yeah. there, I think. so. We,
1: I think we are almost there. But I think this might be everything. I think I might have diddled with a few other games, but nothing uh, uh, worth noting.
0: Awesome. Well, it sounds like we both have some very productive weeks, and I will throw out there that today is like day two or three of my two-week vacation So uh, my next update is also going to be chonky, unfortunately.
1: (laughs) Mine will probably be similar to to what it is now.
0: There you go.
1: So with that being said, uh, we are actually going to skip the save state of the podcast. I know how much every single one of you listeners love to hear about the save state and our benefits and Patreon and whatnot. But for the sake of time, we're going to skip it. So let's move on to the news.
2: Hear ye, hear ye, gather round for all your news. Stop your clatter and listen close. Alas, you won't believe your ears. Listen close for the news.
1: So I'm going to open it up with some more CD Project Red and cyberpunk drama. Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I feel... I feel equal parts bad. Well, I I feel bad for the developers at like the software engineers and the game developers at uh, and the designers at CDPR. I do not feel bad for like the executive leadership who obviously
0: made some bad decisions. Uh, Um, To be clear, what we're about to talk about, the last time we talked about Cyberpunk, we had already talked about how shitty the launch was. But this was before the game was actually pulled from the store
1: yeah uh, and that that that's part of the news that that uh the console versions have been pulled out of the digital storefronts and like everywhere is issuing refunds for it and that, that like that's how bad it is because apparently uh sony and microsoft like allowed them to certify their game with the expectation that issues would be fixed. Like they gave them that trust and CDPR just ran that into the dumpster. So the refunds are going out. Um, you can no longer get the digital version for, um, for PlayStation
0: at the moment until it, until it's uh, everything's been addressed, which is insanity. Like I, I can't, I'm sure there may be some precedent before, but I can't think of another, like, AAA game that has just been like straight up pulled from the digital stores yep it's it's bad news and because of this
1: uh, a lot of people and a lot of lawyers are considering suing cdpr for misleading uh, stakeholders so whenever you basically they, they have not said anything about the issues that have been happening on the console or how bad it was they've said that oh it it they've actually straight up said it runs surprisingly well like like it, whenever Does you it? make that <laughs> whenever you make that official statement and it it was obviously a lie uh or misleading uh or not the full truth whenever you make statements like that as a public company and it, it causes your stocks to rise cuz CDPR stocks were going through the roof they saw a huge increase because of cyberpunk and then whenever it re- it, um whenever it was released boom they they plummeted their stock prices plummeted um and that is considered misleading your investors making statements that are not true um so there's a very there's a good chance that that they're going to get sued on behalf of the investors in the company for
0: misleading well, so it's, I didn't it's actually read this article that you linked I wasn't aware that the lawsuit was coming from the investors that's yeah. uh that's bad news bears <laughs> Yeah. And and it's a
1: public, uh, since it's publicly traded company, like the investors are just whoever decided to go and buy stock. Um, (laughs) yeah, it's going to get messy if they end up actually, uh, deciding to, um, to sue, which by all means, they probably should like this. Um, this was a, a really bad situation
0: that the, the CDPR leadership created so last week on the main episode we talked briefly about all the news that was coming out and like I said it was before the all the talk of refunds and like the refunds actually being confirmed and the game being pulled happened we even did an aftercast about just this subject about how messy of a launch it was and then the story con- continued to develop after we recorded that and it just got so much worse and i tell I told the boys I almost regretted not waiting to record that aftercast, um, and honestly, I think we might uh, see how the, the things continue to develop. And once Rich is more available, do another one. While it because I feel like this issue is, is going to be something that's still widely talked about for the next couple of weeks, most likely.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that it also leads to better practices in game development. Um, cause I feel like I, I think I mentioned this in the, in the aftercast that like software development and game development, like ultimately is not that different. Like the, the fields are not that different. It's just different types of, of software being developed. And there are a lot of uh, different standards between the two. Um, and yeah. so I, I don't know. I think there should be some sort of um, overhaul of the gaming industry, game development industry.
0: Yeah. I think, I th- maybe I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but I-, I lean probably good. But it seems like since this is one of the first major instances of something being straight up pulled from the store and refunds being given out, that it may lead towards companies not releasing games before they're ready or taking that delay, no matter what you know financial promises have been made or whatever mm-hmm yeah i mean square enix delayed the seven remake and
1: it was great when it came out so
0: yeah and and, and to be clear like i, I said this last week I, I still think cyberpunk is a good game maybe not for people playing it on uh ps4 or you know xbox one or whatever but it, it's just it, it's like uh corey says in the chat i feel bad for PR employees lauren says me too super embarrassing it's just like, man, how did the most highly anticipated game of this year, aside from, you know, Seven Remake and Last of Us 2 came out this year, but Cyberpunk is on a similar caliber to them, I would think, even mm-hmm. being a new property. It's just a fucking embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, and like the, 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 the actual uh, people who are
1: sitting down and, and developing this game... And the the people who are designing it, they're like so excited to share it and feeling so good. And then this happens, like it hurts my
0: heart yeah. so bad to to just imagine how they feel. I've heard that even the developers are like kind of publicly giving shit to like the the people over the marketing and the release and all that, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. But if a developer, I I, I guess even the developers feel empowered by how outrageous the public opinion is yeah but i think like i said we'll probably there's going to be more on this uh news story coming out over the weeks and jay rich and i will get together and and really dive in on do like a post-mortem thing at some point another aftercast or whatever but anyway okay so our next news story Uh, Final Fantasy XI for mobile has reportedly stopped production. So, apparently, I I was aware, vaguely aware of this, but apparently in 2015, Cyberpunk, uh, or I'm still got Cyberpunk (laughs) on the ring. Goddamn, Uh, Square Enix announced they were working on like a mobile version of Final Fantasy XI, which is you know the the older of the two Final Fantasy MMOs. And since then, we've heard. Almost nothing. We've got like a couple screenshots here and there and like a couple nothing burger updates. Um, But apparently it's not happening anymore, which is kind of disappointing because I for one, you know, I want to play every mainline Final Fantasy. At one point I said maybe not the MMOs, but now that I have a PC, I'm thinking plus the MMOs or close to having a PC anyway. Are you still
1: waiting on that? Still...
0: I got the uh, email today that my replacement CPU has been shipped, so it should be here within the next three days. So oh, well, thank, how soon I get the, the PC heavens. running is going to depend on the PC repair shop's uh, Christmas schedule.
1: <laughs> yeah, just in time for everything to be closed for Christmas and exactly. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently Square Enix was working in collaboration with Nexon to bring FF11 over, and I think the, just the lack of news that we've heard on it is not that surprising that this has been cancelled. On the other hand, maybe it is because a news story that we covered a month or two ago was that they were making new content for FF11. So, who knows? You got any thoughts on this, Jay?
1: I don't. I really don't. I I don't know. Maybe, it, maybe it's... Um, I don't know. Like, kind of foreshadowing square enix's financial
0: uh status at the moment we'll (laughs) see making an mmo just like making a mobile version that just seems like a a big undertaking in the first place even a game that old also kind of seems like a bad idea
1: yeah maybe they just real maybe they just sat down for once and realized this is a bad idea this is like 2000 all over again let's not do this
0: as long as there is always a version of ff11 for us to play i guess i'm okay with it yes
1: anyway all right, so the next news item, Descaia. Diskaya? Diskaya? I think it's Descaia. Diskaya? Diskaya RPG to see a global English launch in spring 2021. Uh, so ForwardWorks has announced that free-to-play mobile game Diskaya RPG will see a glo- global English launch in spring 2021 for iOS and Android. Um, it was released back in Japan in March of 2019 and had like lots of severe issues and it ended up getting shut down and then relaunched like several months later. Um, they, it is popular enough, it seems. Um, so we, we will be seeing that in the English areas of the world. Um, so I don't know. That's pretty cool. Another mobile game.
0: um, Normally this would be the type of story to where we could take it or leave it on the show, but I I mainly put it on there because I think the show will soon be going into Disgaea mode. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I know I'm going to be playing Disgaea for the golden year
1: sect of the podcast. Um, because I've, I played four for a little bit and I liked it. Uh, so why not, why not play one? Um,
0: I'm surprised how, you're so willing those. after uh, the FF Five fiasco. FF Five, I don't know why it's so boring for me.
1: Uh, at least, so the the um, since this guy is like a strategy game, I, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be like a at least a bit more like a like challenging
0: or not not boring. I'm interested, but I am not willing to commit yet. So. <laughs> Um, but from what I've heard, it's a, it's a good game. So I guess we'll find out. And Disgaea Founds out there, you you get your mobile game soon, that even uh, Fringe series are getting these days. So yep. <laughs> um, one, just a quick story here. The final demo for Bravely Default 2 is now available on the Nintendo Switch. Um, I'm not really a Bravely Default guy. I haven't played them. I know it's a very popular RPG series. And from what I have heard, this demo has addressed a lot of the concerns that people have had from playing the previous demos, um, that it seems like it's really coming together now in these like final stages of development. So uh, congrats to Bravely Default fans. Hopefully this sequel lives up to people's expectations. You got any thoughts on that, Jay?
1: Bravely Default's one of those games that, that I have. It's on my list, but I just never play it.
0: Like, I like I want to play it, but I need a reason to play it. Somebody in our Discord recently, just, I can't remember who it was. They said that they loved the art style of the Bravely Default games. and that, I think that was me. Was it I you? Because
1: it. it's like hand-drawn backgrounds, or hand-drawn. Come yeah, on, the don't you look at me okay. like that. I, I was when I just I, see I don't those like characters. the chibi
0: fat bellies. Okay? I say I just see those chibi characters, man. And I'm like gross, <laughs> but they look better in two. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't do. Have like like more, the pot bellies, right? Um, <laughs> I'm glad I accidentally called you out trying to like hate on somebody else. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I
1: don't I I, I hated Final Fantasy Four with the chibis. It's like, oh, why? Why you gotta give Cecil a pot belly?
0: Yeah, <laughs> for real. Like I, My I hated it i i I didn't well i was about to say i finished it but i actually made it to the final dungeon and then gave up and then played the superior psp version and finished it but like that art style they used for the ff3 ds and ff4 ds i hate it so (laughs) um but yeah so go play the demo the the game comes out like mid-february i think
1: all right next up nihon falcom 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 revealed the legend of heroes, Kuro no Kaseki, a brand new RPG in the trail series. It's going to be released in 2021 in Japan. Um, no news on the, like a worldwide or English release, but hopefully it'll come. Uh, they, it, this article does say that it's going to have a new battle systems that seamlessly moves from action-based, uh, to command-based turn battles. um, That'll be interesting because the the current Trails um, game that I'm playing has a pretty like there's a pretty um, distinct line between uh, like combat and non-combat. So it'll be really cool to see
0: something that's a little more seamless. Do you know, I I tried to read about it. Is this supposed to be like the next like main game in the Trails series? I think so. It is okay. a new RPG in the Trail series, but I don't
1: know much more as, aside from that. Because n-
0: even the ones we have already, they're not named like Trails 2 and Trails 3 or anything like that. It's always like a that, different subtitle. It's Trails
1: of Cold Steel 1, 2, 3, and 4, oh, and then Trails of the Sky 1,
0: 2, 3, and
1: something. Hmm. Yeah. So there are like, it's a whole universe of games and then sequels and reoccurring cast and loose,
0: loose interwoven stories. Okay. Well, it sounds like uh, you've been generally enjoying Trails so far and so many other people, so I'm sure others out there are excited for that announcement. Super quick news story since I already talked about it earlier. Sephiroth is out now in Smash. They did do a challenge mode to where you could unlock him early, but I think as of this recording today, he is available for everybody, even if you somehow... Couldn't manage to beat him in that challenge mode. Um, I feel like we need a um, a Sephiroth drop,
1: like the beginning of the Sephiroth song, because I feel like as soon it's, at some point it has to be a meme that before any kind of reveal, like there's just a chance it could be Sephiroth, like <laughs> like oh what did what did Rich play next or last week, and then we wait for it drum roll and Sephiroth's music just starts playing like it. There has to be like it has. It's so memeable. Should it just be the Sephiroth? I I think the like the beginning uh uh chords that uh, of Sephiroth <laughs> song that always play like right whenever something starts to go down with Sephiroth. I think that's a that's enough.
0: I think that was how you could tell if somebody was a true uh, FF Seven fan or not. Is because that's all, when they all lost their mind. All the people doing the reaction videos to the, the the Sephiroth announcement. If they didn't react as soon as they heard the the dun 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 from the, the opening chords or whatever, it's like, oh, they don't even they don't care about Sephiroth. <laughs> Get <you> out of here! <laughs> they are not a
1: fan. <laughs> but I feel I feel like it could, it's such a good it could be such a good meme that like just for every single. Like drum roll surprise. It just starts with just Sephiroth, so, like those uh those chord dropping. It's like, oh, what kind of car did you get?
0: I do think um last week I made the joke that if whenever Sephiroth wins on the victory screen, if it's not this game's winner is Sephiroth, then I didn't want the DLC. But uh it it doesn't have the this game's winner is part, but his victory screen is really like literally that. all good yeah so they they partially fulfilled that but i'm super happy with sephiroth and smash i think he turned out good and excited to maybe one day get good with him. probably not (laughs) okay rpg releases nothing super major so i'm gonna blaze through this uh all these happened on december 17th mercenaries blaze dawn of the twin dragons came out on switch unsung story came out on the pc early access sephiroth came out in smash on december 17th and if you weren't good enough to beat him for some reason he's available today on the 22nd um star wars knight of the old republic 2 the sith lords that's a mouthful came out on mobile on december 18th it's the uh it's the inferior kotar game oh okay you're saying you like the first one better or just because first it's... Just one significantly better.
1: Hmm. All right.
0: You heard it here, folks. Um, and then that Genshin Impact patch that we talked about last week, that came out on uh, December 23rd. All right.
1: So for upcoming RPGs, uh, Omari for PC coming out December 25th. And that's it.
0: We're really rolling to the end of the year here. We're going to have to start using like a new like 2021 2021 list of 2021 games that are, one yeah that'll be interesting i don't know um but that's it for the news and we do have a, a bit of a surprise here bill actually gave us a tea time with bill man i'll say every every week we sit here we wait
1: we wait say oh is bill gonna send a, a tea time i wonder where that tea time is bill bill you okay what's going on bill where's the <laughs> tea time but he finally gave us one
0: this was intended to be like a almost weekly segment but none of us really pressure him because we already have time management problems on this show so (laughs) um but let's see what he had to say
2: and now it's time we join an old friend once again it's tea time with bill Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to that warm, fuzzy feeling in your heart. Yes, it's tea time with Bill. And guess what, everybody? I'm here to say Merry fucking Christmas to you all. Yes, yes. The the day this episode goes out live to the rest of the whole world, it will be the 24th of December. So I'd just like to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. From myself here at uh, RPG After Years Towers, uh, London side, and yeah, it's been a bit of we a struggle. We have a tower in, year, in London. It? It's been all <laughs> ups and downs and all over the place. We all started the year free as a as a da, da, Daisy. The Daisy's free, I don't know, but we all started off, you know, without all these silly restrictions, without this global pandemic. Well, I say that if you're in China, you, you already had the global pandemic at this point. So sorry about that. But you know, most of us, we weren't dealing with the plan- pandemic. And it's all gradually crept in and uh, completely screwed with our lives. So yeah, there's that. Um What I will say is uh, from the last couple of episodes is that Jay, Jay, mate, please buy Dead Space and please maybe stream yourself on Twitch playing it. I'd love to see it. Uh, I absolutely bloody love Dead Space. I had such a good experience with that game when it was out on the 360. Uh, I managed to get um, around my friend's house. He had this big maybe big it should be a Patreon goal. So I moved it, all, moved all of his stuff around, and I got his surround system plugged it into the Xbox, and then I put each speaker of the surround system on a part of the armchair. So I was like surrounded by six speakers, and then I put on all the ste- all the stereo stuff they had on there. And yeah, it was just creepy as playing that game. It was so much fun i thoroughly thoroughly suggest you get that jay please do please do um, other than that you know guys um i have beaten you know let's let's talk about rpg uh, golden years shall we i've beaten ff5 you know me and scott we're waiting on jay come jay poofing right but uh, to finish ff5 uh so we can review that but i've also i finished the next game everybody i finished sword of vermilion oh my god um that game is one grindy ass bitch but it was really fun at the same time I was quite surprised at how much I got into that game in the end uh, and yeah I'm thoroughly looking forward to reviewing that but I'm going to wait till the new year because I'm actually off work for a couple of weeks Ooh, family time people and everyone knows what family time means for Bill that means no podcasting just gonna spend it with my two girls and in my wife and enjoy christmas together so there's that um otherwise so that that does mean people that we are starting the next game which is a disgaia which generic fighter nominated and i know uh, uh jay again jay i'm always talking to you jay jay i love you buddy You're in my heart, man. You're in my heart. Um, Yeah, so Jay said he's quite interested in playing Disgaea. Uh, It originally came out on the PS2. There is a PSP port of the game. There is also a DS port, which I hear is the worst of the ports, because I think that's got none of the voice acting and all that extra stuff in it. Uh, If you listen to the Generic Fighter episode, I'm pretty sure he goes into the ports and talks about it. And it's also available now uh, called Disgaea 1 uh, on the Nintendo Switch. It's had a nice, uh, upbeat HD re-release. So plenty of ways to play that game if you do want to play along with the golden years. Um, other than that, I think... Um, oh yeah, Dragon Quest. Everyone keeps talking about Dragon Quest Eleven. I don't know why. These sort of things happen sometimes, don't they? Like, I'm not really... I got Dragon Quest XI for my birthday back in March. and I couldn't really get into it, so I'd stopped playing it. Just recently, I've been getting that little bug, that little itch in the back of my head, just like, come on, Bill, give it, give it another chance. So I had a little fiddle with the settings, uh, and I'm a lot happier with it now. I just couldn't stand the voice acting. So I've changed all the voice acting over to the Japanese voices, uh, and I've turned the background music way down. Uh, I just realised, like, the music's okay. I know everyone loves the Dragon Quest music, but I'm not... I'm not that big a fan, if I'm honest. And it was so in your face that I just I had to turn it all the way down to from ten to four. And yeah, that is just so much nicer. It's just the game is so much more enjoyable to play with having it as actual background music, not in your face music. And I'm much enjoying the uh, Japanese voice acting more. It just seems to fit the characters a bit more than the English voice acting. Although I hear um Stefano or something, there's like some sort of guy later on who I'm supposed to listen to the English voice actor because he does an amazing job. So I will give that a crack. Don't you worry, Vice. Don't you worry. Um, Other than that, uh, let's talk about Zelda Club next year. So I have to, at some point, I have to play Zelda 2, which is an old Patreon benefit. Um, So I'm going to drag other podcasters in with me. I know Scott's quite interested because he's never beaten it. I didn't know so he was Scott, going to talk about this. Me, I hope you're with me. Uh, but I'm going to um RPG club style. RPG after years club style, shall I say? Uh, Zelda 2. Uh, I've already got quite a few people who said they were they're interested in joining along with me. I'd like to see how many last past the first palace. <laughs> but yes, Zelda 2 is split up into several different palaces. So in the new year, probably later on in January, just to give me some time to catch up on things and get around to it, later on in January we will be playing Zelda 2. Uh, so on my uh, sister podcast to this show, uh, RPG, uh, Bill's JRPG Adventures and Other Trappings, I will be talking about that a bit more. And uh, I'll be releasing uh, some special episodes with uh, thoughts from the other podcasters playing it. So if you guys, if you want to play along with us in Zelda 2 there'll be more information on that in the future but I'm just letting you know now it's coming so guys war is over the pandemic has begun <laughs> is this Christmas or has a new year just begun something like that is this Christmas what have we done Jay I've gone over five minutes please don't shoot me with a gun Ooh. anyway guys that's all from me Uh love you all Merry Christmas Rich love you buddy Merry Christmas Scott yeah you're alright Merry Christmas. Corey, uh, yeah, please, please accept my engagement. Please. I love you so much. Uh, And Jay, you're the best man. Love you, bro. And to all the listeners, all my friends, all my family, Merry Christmas, one and all. Love you all. Have a great new year. And let's hope uh, 2021 is a huge improvement on 2020. But uh, let's face it, based on the last three or four years, there's probably going to be some sort of catastrophic ecosystem collapse, and we're all going to be fucked. Because that's the only thing left to do, really, isn't it? Anyway, love you guys. <laughs> hey, Santa's coming. We haven't had many uh,
0: tea times with Bill over the course of this show, but honestly, I felt like that was one of the uh, more entertaining ones. <laughs> no, that was a that was a great tea time, Bill. My my
1: love for you is is full this evening. Uh, and also, I would like to mention I forgot to say that I played Dragon Quest Eleven S as well. Oh yeah yeah so i i i've um i don't know like i don't know eight to ten hours total put into that i've made it to um some desert palace i can't remember any names right now because i'm i'm kind of having game overload like everything's overlapping um i will say i love the music and but the voice acting is absolutely like it's god awful it's worse mm. than uh it's, it's probably worse than uh rex's overall like xenoblade wow. 2 overall you,
0: you spent a few minutes uh um, trashing that earlier yeah
1: but but it's done in a way that's like cutesy like it's cutesy bad like dragon quest overall is kind of like the
0: like a cutesier vibe so yeah, i there's I, like a little I girl like a little character in dragon quest 11 right i think yeah. i think i've heard a bit of her voice acting, and i'm like jesus christ shoot me <laughs> yeah what, what they're it, what, all
1: British, that's the problem. <laughs>
0: uh, well, there you there you go there that's the co- the core issue there 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 is one uh one of the
1: main characters in your party, like whenever he starts talking it's like, is it British? Scottish? British. No, that's Scottish. Uh, <laughs>
0: it's, <laughs> it's uh it flips back and forth when I remembered that we have a a tea time with Bill, I was almost like, I wonder if I could get rich to record a tea time. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been interesting that would have been yeah but that's it for the uh the tea time so i guess yeah we already discussed we're not gonna have a main discussion this episode because it is christmas and somehow we've made this full episode we somehow yeah we just can't shut up man like it, it's bad quite the talkative <laughs> um so we're gonna take a quick break before we get back to the rpg club
2: Good evening, 003. The following is for your ears only and is classified above top secret by Her Majesty's Secret Service. Our contact with that we can make this work. Probably, Podcast Network intercepted an encrypted audio message regarding Podcasters Assembled. For this season, the Podcast Network is looking to recruit field operatives from around the world to reminisce about the Bond movies in a countdown to the latest film in the franchise, No Time to Die. Your primary objective is to infiltrate Podcasters Assemble By recording and uploading your submissions at ProbablyWork.com, utilizing a two way communications device with a built in microphone, the latest from QBranch. For a full mission report, go to ProbablyWork.com. We're all counting on you, 003.
1: So now it's time for a new episode of the RPG Club.
2: All right, everyone. Quiet down, all rise, we're here today to bring to order the next session of the RPG Club, all in favor, all opposed and looks like the eyes have it, then let the RPG Club commence
1: so we made it we finished route b We're, i don't know about two-thirds done with the game how
0: you feeling if even that um i'm still really i'm really liking the game uh i'm starting to worry that it might be overstaying it's welcome a little bit but based on what i've heard from you is like things get really cool just past where we are in the in the story indeed So, so this particular section, um,
1: it's kind of hard to talk about because it's just, you're basically just redoing so many of the missions that we we've already talked about, we've already done. Um, but from nine S's perspective, um, and not a whole lot changes. If I'm being completely honest, one thing that, that I found very cool, like the, um, like the machine recon, machine request, machine trade, assault, flooded city, recon, like all of that was pretty much the same. For me, where it started to get interesting again was the forest kingdom, because you started getting more of like the you started getting like um cutscenes of like um like stories of the machines. It's like yeah. from uh like nine S is telling a story of like like, yeah, you know this Forest Kingdom, but here's a here's a little bit more information, like here. So like some, um, they started t- like giving you um, background about f- specific areas. You you kind we kind of got this a little bit with the um, that that first big machine boss battle lady with with
0: that had all the androids. Uh, uh, after, the the one that's concerned about beating being so beautiful. She was like a yes. stage actress or whatever.
1: Yeah. So like he hacked into that and started getting like information like backstories like memories and understanding the machines and the same thing kind of happens with the forest kingdom you uh, are given a background story of the the robots there and the king and how they made their their
0: um uh, their time there and i thought that was really cool i did too actually because um one of the side quests that i did in route a sort of explained that the um the baby or whatever was not like the king which is what i thought originally I guess it ended up being the new king, but like they had another king that you end up finding its body and stuff. Um, yeah. They, so they had the
1: king and then the king died and they took like the memory of the king and put it in the baby. And then they're like, what the hell? Why is the baby not getting bigger?
0: Yeah. They, they don't understand. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're kind of lost there. But then it's like, but it's so cute. <laughs> yes. And then um, A2 slaughters it. And the, yes,
1: rapidly. I, I don't know why that happens. Like, <laughs> I, I sure hope that's explained. Like, why? it will that, be. Why do you kill that baby robot? Um, but that was pretty much the, like the main things that happened. Um, un, up until you get, um, what was it? You after the whole, uh, kid. You know, uh, Adam kidnaps Nine S. Right. Um. So after you, you don't even get a whole lot more information
0: about that, even. Yeah, I feel like this is my main complaint that I wanted to talk about. You tell me I'm going to have to replay the entire game so far from S's perspective. OK, that's a lot of time. You know, 9S and TV were together for a, a large chunk of I a. blew past this, by the
1: way, like maybe three hours total. Wow. But it I
0: I am still under eleven hours for the entire game. Jesus, uh, I think I think we're under forty, but <laughs> if we might. I'm not sure around there. But we've been doing all the side quests. <laughs> um, but I was expecting you know to be and 9S get separated during that you know missile mission where you are doing all the the flying gunner Gundam shit against the the whale mech or whatever, and I expected. After that, okay, okay there's going to be a huge, like, everything from that point on It's going to be more or less new, seeing what S was up to, how did he get, you know, kidnapped, what did he, uh, like, maybe even how did he resist or anything, but no, it's basically the same exact story with a lot with more some ha- hacking. With a lot more hacking. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, that's, like, the the only thing they gave us, like, oh, we need to reboot our system, some hacking and then it's it's to be saving you. It's like I wanted some conversation between 9S and Adam. Yeah. Like like we don't get a whole lot from Adam. I, I figured there would like be like a whole new set character. of like
0: cutscenes and story and
1: there are a few new cutscenes of Adam and Eve like talking to each other, talking about reading the Bible, like yeah. hinting that they're reading the Bible. Which is interesting. Yeah, it it is interesting, but it's not enough. I expected more. Yeah. Um the real big chunk of new story from 9S's perspective is whenever he is back at the uh like the command ship. Um and it's it, he he recognizes that something's wrong with the upload so he stops his and 2B's upload like syncing with the server. He stops it and then pokes around the server. Um and then st- Starts like learning weird things like, okay, you guys sent empty supplies to the moon. Like, like, according to this report I found on the server, like Yorha was created before the 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 mankind, whatever uh, group. And so he uh, talks to the commander about that. And you find out that the humans have been dead for a really long time. And
0: even before the
1: aliens even invaded. Right. Yeah yeah I, I think that's what the uh what it had said and it's like oh like they've been dead for a while we just do this to like give ourselves like a, a mission
0: it keeps us going yeah and that was a really cool reveal although i sort of suspected it i've suspected that for a while now like after the aliens were revealed to have been dead and you know you more time goes by and i was just like i don't know what exactly triggered it but i was like i bet the humans are fucking dead too yeah <laughs> So I guess because you just never hear from them at all other than those. I think you pointed out that the transmissions from the humans were like repeats.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that, that was a pretty interesting twist. And I don't think uh, there's never any dialogue of of 9S like telling that to 2B. It's, after, after you learn that, then it goes into you having to like um, – take 9s's perspective of the factory and i thought that was pretty cool you had to run around as a robot the whole time you're just going from robot to
0: robot hacking it took me way too long like probably into this segment before i figured out with the hacking ability you can actually control enemies if you hack them before they you know notice you or whatever Yep, it's awesome
1: i I had a really good time i can't believe they
0: programmed in each machine like being controllable yeah it was it was very
1: interesting i uh to be completely honest, I I ran past every single battle that I could in this um, playing as Knight S, like quite literally. If I could run past them, if it wasn't a, a boss battle, I ran past them. Um, I'm you'll I'll tell you later more about it, but it's coming back to bite me at the moment. <laughs> but um, that was kind of it, and then you you go it goes through the same battles and the same cutscenes. It, almost you know one for one
0: yeah there was one point where i thought maybe S was about to tell to be about the human thing and then he decides not to i could be wrong about my interpretation of that scene but um what i what i don't understand though is what is the point behind keeping android morale up is it just like some kind of self-preservation thing that the the commander androids are like okay without this motivation we will literally die or like our race will not continue or whatever. And at that point, it seems like it's weird that the androids would even even have the, uh, um, self-awareness to realize that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's like a way to keep them motivated to eventually eliminate all the robots and like take back earth or something. I don't know yeah it seems like maybe it's going to come down to like okay well we pitted all these androids against the machines but the machines seem like they may not be that bad for the most part so we're fighting a meaningless war kind of deal mm-hmm. um
1: it, it gets even more complex and interesting once you start this new section and i'm really sad i can't talk about it <laughs> but yeah let's just say it it's very very good uh i I will also say I am kind of tired of seeing credits in this game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, Like, I don't know why they couldn't have just made it normal. Like, okay, you play this section and then you start over. Like, don't show, don't keep showing me credits and say that it's an ending. It's like the, it's ending A, it's ending B. Like, no, it's just this It's just this. It's
0: not the ending. It's like you're up to this point of the story from this perspective. That's why people are so confused that haven't played this before is like how the story structure fucking works. Like I talked about how difficult it was to construct the RPG club around this game. It's
1: like it's like ending A is not different from ending B. They're just they're the exact same story, just from different perspectives. So it's not a different ending. So. I don't know. Yeah, honestly, like I kind
0: of resent I enjoyed playing as 9S, but I kind of resent that it made me play the whole game again as him with as little differences as there were. I will say probably probably about an hour after you
1: um, no, probably less than that, probably about 20 to 30 minutes after you start this new section, you'll see credits again. I don't know why you just (laughs) see credits it's like it's it's as if they're trying to lead you into like oh this is the ending this is how
0: it's ending (laughs) just kidding no it's not and it's like oh it's annoying but not to mention all the uh the joke endings that seem to be literally pointless yes although kai said that yoko taro can come up with entire games based off of joke endings so take that for what it's worth (laughs) yeah do you think the commander is on the side of, like, the androids taking their own um, will in their own hands? Or do you think she is bad? Because she, like, let Nine... I spoil my answer. You already know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, is there anything else you want to say about this section? I think I already covered the broad strokes, in my opinion. Nope. I, I the section made
1: me like like elevated. Nine S is definitely my favorite character. Oh, yeah. He was already like right like up there, but um, his perspective as well as like the emotional development that he has, as well as like his presentation of all of the machine stories, just like, like he's a good character.
0: Nine S believe. is awesome, um, yes. and he must be protected. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, call, and call him Nine. Damn it. Yes um i can't wait for you to play this next section we'll probably start like i said i have i'm gonna have lots of free time so i'm sure we'll i'll finish it early so bait think about what you
1: just said and then get back to me if there's an if there's a point that makes you uh makes you makes a light bulb go off got it so we can talk about it but yeah let, let's go ahead and move on to uh, listener feedback uh so sorry i have like a different color coding on for my browser so i don't get blinded okay (laughs) i'll start it yeah your lighting just totally changed so (laughs) it has so i'm usually purple whenever it's you know in light mode but whenever i I turn this extension on i'm green Mm. i I didn't realize that (laughs) uh so frost says took me a while but i realized that androids do have emotions they are just supposed to suppress them I am an idiot. No, you're not. Uh, hacking is OP, but eventually wears thin and gets boring. This is very true, Al- although I enjoy the 8-bit music swap. Um, I also thought it was quite overpowered and very easy. Like, so, so easy. I did not have any issues with the hacking, and I felt like I could just keep hacking and hacking until I went.
0: Uh I did not find it to be easy, but I did find it to be OP. So it's like, even if I had a hard time doing it it was very much worth doing especially against bosses like bosses it just slaughters
1: (laughs) yeah i found my strategy to be like move very fast and sporadic and then just shoot the whole time just like hold the entire like uh, the uh, shooting button the entire time
0: yeah and i could see how if you made the mistake where you didn't understand that androids actually do have emotions how at least part of the plot would be would go over your head or be confusing i guess yeah I mean, I thought it was pretty clear just from 9S and even 2B early on that they do have emotions. They just aren't supposed to. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or supposed to express them anyway. Yep. Uh, Scribble Plays says, I was disappointed that we didn't get to play as 9S while he was hacking the machine network at the end of the route. Oh, yes. That like a that big nest- good. I agree. Yeah. Like, that seemed like his final act of the first game, and we already had had so much hacking. It's like, could you maybe divert it a little bit a little bit of that to be like have like a hacking final boss or something I don't know I feel
1: like there could have also been like a lot of uh be, because whenever he was uh whenever he was hacking and he was like oh like you know they they got me or whatever like I feel like there could have been uh really good scenes between him and Eve like I good point I, don't, I, I just feel like Adam and Eve were so
0: underdeveloped. They really seem like, kind of like token, like they they needed a villain, so they they threw those guys in, kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, hacking made everything much easier, and I love the segment of hacking and learning more when 9S split from 2B. Yeah, Jay and I discussed how the main takeaway of this, what the new shit that we learned was the stuff about the humans. That was a cool reveal. Just, man, I just wish they had done more with it, I guess. And I, we'll get more, uh, I'm sure, but... I think the biggest takeaway is that uh, the humans are dead,
1: but also uh, machines are a lot more uh, complex and advanced and and emotional.
0: Yeah, I guess that's the point. The the whole route B starts with 9S saying, like, stupid machine, you can't have a big brother. Yeah, right. Um, So Kai says, my thoughts stay similar
1: to the last section with my love of 9S shining through here. The line, you're thinking about how much you want to four stars to be, aren't you? Really shines through here and will resonate through the rest of the story as well as everything connecting near. Uh, more when 9S split from 2B. Uh, so I, I feel like I saw this. Uh, I read this caption, but I was distracted by something at, at this particular
0: scene. Who was it that said that? I was, was going to ask you the same thing. It was either Adam or Eve, right? Probably Adam. Yeah, I Oh yeah, because that recurred during that whole frankly annoying section where like you would hack something in that labyrinth and then you would get a few pages of text and it was eventually like Adam oh, talking yes, yes, to yes, Yes.
1: Yes, that happened Yeah, that happened whenever uh, Adam was kidnapped. I forgot about that. I guess that counts as like dialogue between them. I but guess. I I kind of wanted the scenes. That was kind of like a pain in the butt. Yeah.
0: And and the dialogue it, it easily could have been Made into a scene if they you know had the budget for it or whatever. Yep. Um, So obviously, what you're supposed to think when you read that is is "fuck to be." Yes. And and that like kind of weirded me out when I read that because like maybe he does, but I never really got that vibe between them necessarily. Uh, I mean, obviously, the ending is to be straddling dying corpse but <laughs> and choking um, him and if, choking him. you're into yeah, yeah. um <laughs> uh, but i think do you think it's like gonna surprise us with the four stars of something else like uh maybe you love or do you think it's kill. just gonna go unanswered kill huh that could be it too oh it's not that one um
1: yeah i guess it doesn't necessarily tell you exactly what verb that is um but I don't know. I think it, I think it speaks to the overall like emotional confusion of, of nine S cause at this, like because of the way that these Androids are emotionally developed, like nine S might as well emotionally be like a 12 or a 13 year old. And whenever you're 12 or 13, like you want to screw everything, but you're like, like you don't know what that means. You don't know um, yeah. how you're supposed to feel like, like in some situations you might feel a little guilty about it like you just don't understand it so i think that i think there's some um parallels there between uh 9s and like
0: a uh, um i don't know a preteen going through puberty i mean i wouldn't mind the, the fuck to be so if that's really what it meant then because <laughs> <laughs> um, he does he does
1: get pretty ticked after the, after that if i can if i recall correctly
0: yeah it'll be interesting i'm I'm sure well with this game who knows but i'm sure we'll loop back to that especially since kai seemed to emphasize it in their uh little message here um but that's all our listener feedback and so the next uh deadline is um january 3rd to finish the mission pascal's despair and Route C. Oh, no. What, did you already do it? No, I just hope nothing's wrong with Pascal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was about to call him she, but technically I think the gender of Pascal is male because the, the characters always call Pascal he, despite the the feminine voice. So um, this is the pen ultimate section, and so the two weeks after that, we'll finally finish the game but yeah uh finish pascal's despair and route c by january 3rd
1: gonna be good
0: i will say like i i've
1: um th- where i'm at right now i'm being decimated even <laughs> on easy so i'm gonna have to have to do something to reconcile that
0: what, what level the, are you 30 something i can't remember what my level is i think it might be in the 50s um but yeah <laughs> You may just have to just just do some side quests or something. If
1: there if there are no weak enemies around, I'll <laughs> <like>. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I, I may just have to like stock up on lots and lots of potions and just or med packs or whatever, and just get through it.
0: Watch you not be able to beat the game. Yeah, I would be so ticked because
1: like I'm I'm enjoying the game. I want to beat it and get to the end, but these freaking battles,
0: these action adventure bullshit yeah i haven't started route c yet but i found it to be easy but if i I had a god
1: mode just one hit everything to get to the story i totally would
0: time for the youtube (laughs) walkthroughs our video or let's plays i should say yep um but i think that's it for our rpg club this week you ready to move on to our closing ceremony here let's do it
1: So that wraps up our uh, kind of, I don't know, a little bit of a different episode. It was supposed to be a shorter episode, but I think we hit uh, over an hour at this point uh,
0: because Scott and I just talk. We're talkers. Yep. It, it, I think it did turn out to be a normal Lint episode. And <laughs> not a super long one. But <laughs> And that's with the no main topic, no, uh, no
1: ch- uh, save state of the podcast. Crazy. What are we going to do? I don't we know. suck. I- <laughs> I don't know how to get past this um but any regardless we hope you enjoyed this episode uh next week we're going to be doing like a secret santa uh episode we, we did a little secret santa thing uh for the podcast uh so we're going to do all we're going to open the gifts and, and talk about it and um i don't know figure something else out to talk about maybe a reflection of the the last year um
0: but that that's currently what we have planned at least Yeah. And I think the episode after that, which will be the first one of the new year, we're going to revisit our 2020 resolutions and make some new ones. So that's coming, too. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Going into our plugs a little bit here. How can people help the show? So, one way that you can help us is to rate
1: and review. Uh, so, wherever you are listening to your podcasts, give us a review, give us a, a positive rating. Uh, if you are not particularly fond of us, if you're not digging it, um, you know, of, of course, we'll take bad reviews, but uh, give us a chance, send us an email at Uh, rpgafteryears at gmail.com tell us what you don't like about the episode uh, and then we can try to make changes um, and
0: discuss what we may be doing wrong
1: if it's not appealing to you
0: yeah and another excellent way to help the show is patreon we do have a patreon with lots of great benefits such as early episode access ad free episodes you get access to the aftercast Uh, Jay Rich and I recorded an episode about all the cyberpunk launch drama well before that uh, conversation had matured, really, I guess. But uh, catch the early thoughts on that. That's out now. Um, You can get extra reviews. We're always finishing non-RPGs that we try to throw on there. We got lots coming down the pipeline. You can participate in the nominations and voting for the next RPG club, which is now not that far off. Maybe like a month. And there's lots of other benefits. Uh, For example, the higher tiers get a monthly gift. I sent... uh, We sent a Tervis, uh, an RPG After Years Tervis, and some magnets and stickers to our $10 patrons last week. They probably don't have them yet, but nice benefit. And I also want to give a shout-out to a new patron. They are... um, Let me find their name here real quick. It's Randall Husky. Randall, I don't know if we actually know you in the cyberspace of the internet and our discord or whatever, but regardless, we very much appreciate your new patronage. You're a real G, Randall. uh, Sorry,
1: did you already uh, tell them the the link? Patreon.com forward slash RPG after years? There it is again, extra reinforcement, whether I did or didn't. (laughs) Just in case. Uh, So you can find us streaming to Twitch typically every Sunday around 9 a.m. Eastern uh, with fluctuations in that around the holidays or around special events uh, or special reviews with guests or uh, Bill. Um, So you can find that on twitch.tv
0: forward slash RPG after years. Hopefully we'll get back to our regular schedule soon. It'll just all depend on how our various lives evolve. <laughs> um, another quick way to help the show, we do have merch. I mentioned the turvis and the stickers and magnets a minute ago, but there's sh- shirts and apparel and uh, all kinds of crazy products with our uh, logo and album art emblazoned onto it. You can find all that at redbubble.com people slash RPG after years slash explore or just search RPG after years on Redbubble.
1: We also have a really fun Discord, uh, so if you are interested in that, to interested in talking with the community or just, you know, I don't know, we, we have so many different random conversations, tons of channels about various uh, RPG series, non-RPGs, a uh, few channels about coding and even uh, fitness-related stuff. So if you're interested in any of that, you can find a link in the show notes
0: or our pinned tweet on Twitter. Absolutely and speaking of twitter the show can be found at rpg years and you can find me at the scott spot you can find me at j a y d hizzle
1: so fun episode i had a good time sitting here chatting with you scott it's kind of thank you uh, new one-on-one um maybe maybe we'll do this more often maybe we'll kick rich out bye rich you're th- you you're this? tired <laughs> all right So until next time, guys, uh, and gals and and theys, we love you. Uh, We hope you have great holidays. Um,
0: Yeah, peace out. It's been a good time. I'm Scott. I'm Jay. Bye, guys. Merry Christmas, and thank you so much. Happy holidays.